On January 15, 2022, University of Michigan President Mark Slissel was fired after an investigation found that he had had an inappropriate relationship with another university employee. While former university president Mary Sue Coleman serves as interim president, a presidential search committee is currently recruiting and examining candidates to succeed Coleman. In today's episode, we speak with the co-chairs of that committee. Regents Denise Illich and Sarah Hubbard, and two students, Brandon Bond and Huda Saliba, who also sit on the committee, about the details of their ongoing search. I'm your host, Claire Jones. Stay tuned. So today, we'll just be going over uh, mainly two aspects of the presidential search. First, we'll be getting into a little bit of the timeline, and we thought that we could jump in here. So on your end, what have we been doing to find our next president, and where are we at in that process currently? Uh, First of all, we created a presidential search committee, which includes a number of members from the campus community, a number of faculty members undergraduate student, a graduate student, uh, people that represent Dearborn and Flint, a very diverse group, people that represent Michigan Medicine, a lot of different academic units on campus, as well as a couple of members of the alumni, and then all eight members of the Board of Regents. So once we uh, identified and recruited that group together, we started a series of listening sessions. We have one more listening session coming up, but those listening sessions focused on Flint, then Dearborn. We also had one for students, one for faculty, one for Michigan Medicine. And then we're going to have uh, one at our board meeting uh, in March next week that is in person for anybody else who wants to come and provide feedback to us in person at that board meeting. Uh, we'll get a couple minutes. Just need to sign up ahead of time. It would be great if people want to come in and do that. We've also had a couple opportunities to meet with alumni in a couple other uh, venues where people have provided us a lot of feedback. So, so far, well, we hired a search firm, we organized a search committee, and we've had a number of listening sessions, but we hope to have a president on board uh, in the summer. We'll be starting um, the next phase, which is um, the presidential profile, uh, the the, uh, job description. We're working on that now. And we are also working on what we call an executive summary, which is um, putting together all of the comments that came off of the online survey and the listening sessions that Regent Hubbard mentioned. Well, as you would expect, there's very common themes. And so we're going to be organizing that and then sharing that with the public um, and the community along with the job description. And then we're going to go into the second phase which is starting to evaluate candidates with the presidential search committee. Alrighty then. So how are you going to get student input for this process here? Just, is it going to be just the listening committees or do you have other types of proposals planned to make sure that the UMich students have some input to find this new president? Well, please call me Denise, but um, (laughs) yes, we have the online survey that I think is effective until March 24th. If I'm not mistaken, it'll stay online. Uh, So, all students can email Regent Hubbard or I. We have uh, published and they're on the Regent website, our email address. 
you can come to the March 24th meeting. You can go online and fill out the survey, uh, which can you can either put your name or it can be anonymous. But we'll take input uh, all the way up through the process. Uh, you know, as much as people want to share, this is really an, a critical decision, and we want the community to be involved. Uh, and so that's why we've had so many different listening sessions. So uh, we encourage students to speak up and speak up now. Yeah, and we will certainly hope that our student representatives on the committee are very active. Um, the search committee will be meeting as a search committee uh, again several times as we start vetting candidates. And they're there for a reason, which is to make sure that we're hearing their voice and that we you know, want to know what they think. I know any one or two students aren't representative of everyone on campus but we hope that they'll bring forth a lot of those concerns and ideas that students have. Are diverse candidates who are reflective of our diverse campus community being considered for the position? Yeah, so we're just getting started uh, at our next meeting to actually start considering candidates and applicants for the position, but we absolutely expect that and have asked and even contractually required our search firm to provide a diverse pool of candidates. No question we want that. And we know it's super important and we've heard it in the listening sessions over and over and over, the importance of diversity in the candidates and our search firm and our search committee. Um, those are all things we're acutely aware of and we definitely will be considering a diverse pool of candidates um, as much as possible. We hope a diverse pool of candidates applies. And our uh, search committee, or excuse me, our search firm, Isaacson, has a very good record of placing candidate, uh, diverse candidates around uh, the country. And kind of pushing into, you know, what virtues are we looking for in a candidate for president? Well, there's a whole list of virtues um, that we heard for, uh, during the listening sessions uh, so some that come to mind, and I know Sarah can fill in as well, but someone who has unimpeachable ethics and integrity, uh, someone who has strong interpersonal skills, who's a really strong listener, who has a high emotional quotient, quotient someone who can cultivate trust and build relationships and work in a collaborative fashion. What is the background that we're looking for when searching for this president? I think we're open to a variety of backgrounds. Of course, that we're going to get interest from people in academia. I'm sure we'll get interest from people that are presidents and provosts and deans, um, you know, probably both within and from other universities, but certainly not out of the question that we would get applicants from the business community, from government, from nonprofits. I think we are very open to, as we mentioned, a very diverse pool and diversity can cover a lot of areas here. Diversity, you know, from their background, from their experience, from their gender, from their ethnicity, all those things. And uh, we haven't closed the door to any, any of those. I think another, you know, silver lining is that we uh, are, will be having an interim provost and we will be, we'll be allowing the new president to choose their provost. And, and what's kind of nice about that is that they'll be able to accent one another. So where the president has uh, very strong qualities in one area, but maybe not as strong in another, the provost will be able to accent that. So we're looking forward to a really strong team, academic team between the president and the provost. Going off of that, you know, we've heard 
stories in in recent times of people kind of viewing their their U of M experience differently, or people external to the organization viewing U of M differently, and and there are calls of culture change um, with this new coming U of M president. And what kind of leadership culture are we looking to bring to U of M, or maybe even back to U of M? I would I would um, say that we're looking for a very strong culture of trust. Um, there has been, we've heard from the listening sessions, that's probably the number one word and quality that we've heard when it comes to culture is trust. And of course, what comes with trust is safety. So um, we're on a culture journey now, and we're, you know, we, the regions have implemented a lot of new policies to help build trust. As the search for the president continues, a lot of us in the Michigan community have heard, you know, the process of looking for this president. And I, for myself, I just want to know more about what does the process look like and who ultimately determines who the president will be? The Board of Regents determines who the president will be ultimately. So the Michigan Constitution designates just a couple of things that we're actually responsible for. But the number one thing enumerated in the Constitution is to hire the president. And so uh, in the end, the eight members of the Board of Regents will hire the president and uh, we'll go from there. Once that decision's made, what should the upcoming president be looking to achieve during their tenure? You know, we certainly want to continue our academic excellence, of course, but these issues that you're raising of culture change are incredibly important. Um, Implementing a lot of the work that started related to you know, how we deal with misconduct on campus is very important. How we deal with diversity on campus, extremely important. How we deal with climate change as a university, all those things that we've heard from the listening sessions and that are have been priorities of the Board of Regents are things that we definitely expect the new president to continue with and to implement. They're not things that will be dropped just because we have a new president. And to continue the strength of Michigan medicine would be one as well. As, as you may know, Michigan medicine now, you know, creates more revenue than the academic institution. So it has really grown and become a very strong, strong arm of the university. Denise and Sarah, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Go Blue. Thank you. Our pleasure. Thank you. Um, my name is Huda. I'm a junior. I'm in the School of Information um, and on the search committee. And we're um, just kind of helping put together what we want to see in a president and then kind of recommend candidates to the Board of Regents. And then, hi, my name is Brandon Bond, pronounce he, him, his. I am a second year graduate student in the School of Public Health and School of Social Work. Thank you. During the next three to five years, what priorities? should the new president set to be successful in their tenure? In my opinion, and also from like what I got from the listening sessions and from talking to a lot of my peers, I personally think that they should focus on um, the carbon neutrality, getting that to zero, um, focusing on addressing and, and properly dealing with assault cases on campus and getting justice for those students, um, I think that they need to focus on rebuilding trust and communication, not only with the student body, but also with staff and and everybody on all the campuses. And I think also um, focusing on like equity between the campuses, Dearborn, Flint, Medical, Ann Arbor, 
thing that, especially with COVID, um, it's just mental health has been a huge, huge topic, not only for students, but for faculty and staff as well. So that's also something that needs to be a priority of how can the university function in a way that's going to best support all levels of the university. And I know also from like the listening sessions that a lot of people mentioned the interactions that we have with our community, um, like externally from the university. So community partners and all of that. I'm just the candidate for president themselves. Uh, I'd like to just ask about the presidential search process some more. Uh, and I guess I'd like to start by asking, uh, as members of the uh, presidential search committee, what role do you play in the process of selecting the new president? But pretty much what we are, I think there's 18 people on the search committee, but um, pretty much it's like coming up with what do we want in the next president and then um, reviewing candidates and giving the board of regents, you know, um, giving them recommendations. And then at the end of the day, we're not the ones making the decisions. It's the board of regents who are making the decisions but we are recommending candidates and kind of vetting them. Yeah, we'll be working with the regents and then also an executive search for firm, um, Isaacson Miller. Um, so they have like tons of experience um, navigating this process. So um, as was mentioned previously, like, yeah, we'll just be helping kind of like, I guess like provide a, a more defined scope of what is, needed from a candidate or like what are those qualifications and everything kind of going back to your previous question and based off of the listening sessions um and then yeah the regents will make the final decision based on um the i guess like rules and processes and regulations that they have to follow by the state constitution as the only students on the presidential search committee how do you feel about representing Michigan student body throughout this whole process? Obviously, it's like a, it's a privilege. It's an honor. Um, it's also a huge responsibility, and I really want to do my job well. So um, I feel like I, I'm very serious about it. And I know that um, personally, when I first heard that, like, I'd get the opportunity to be on it. First thing I did was kind of look for other students in similar roles. Um, I found the other undergraduate student on, I think she was the provost selection committee. I reached out to her and I kind of got feedback from her on how to best do the job. Um, I've been talking to a lot of undergrads. I put together a little Google form for people to fill out, for undergrads to fill out for like just me to read so I can take those perspectives into the meetings with me. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm taking it really seriously and I'm trying to get as many perspectives as I can so that I go into those meetings, not just as, you know, SI junior Huda, but um, with like knowing what really everyone values and what they want to see on campus and being able to represent that to the best of my abilities. Yeah. And I would say for myself that like in all honesty, I feel cautiously optimistic about the opportunity. I think that this is a great opportunity to really provide some key feedback and input from the student perspective and personally from like all the identities that I represent as well. Um, so I think there is a lot of pressure that comes with it, a lot of just like 
don't want to mess this up, want to make sure that I can accurately represent as much as I can accurately frame situations of the student experience, especially being here for about like, I think, six, seven years straight. Um, however, I will say that I also just like want to acknowledge that like for some students that have been in similar situations, it hasn't always been, um, I guess, like the most equitable situation or something. Like I want to make sure that I'm here and like as I am here that everything will be like actually conveyed and people will listen and actually take that in and that I'm not just like sitting here as like a face or anything. So I think that is until like things um, actually like come into play and fruition. Um, I think that is one thing that I want to make sure that I don't get lost in the weeds about like, yes, it is amazing. Um, and like a great opportunity to be on this committee, but also reminding myself constantly of like, why are you on this committee? It's because you want to find one of the best candidates uh, for this university because you love this university. It's provided you with so much and like there's only so much. Um, I mean, yeah, there's just so much that the op that the university can offer to um, everyone involved in it. And I want to make sure that the next person that takes over um, this position is able to offer that as well. So, yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of feelings, <laughs> a lot of thoughts and everything. But overall, I'm very excited about it. And I really do think that um, if our input is like really valued and integrated into this process, that it can, yeah, lead to a lot of significant and needed change. Thank you. Um then I just have two more questions for you. Um, the first one would just be, what is the timeline for the uh, selection of the new president? Um, yeah, I, I think it's also on the Regents website, but they're hoping to have a new president by summer 2022. And then uh, finally, this is a very open question. Uh, is there just anything else about the search process you'd like anyone to know? I know I'd like people to fill out the surveys attend listening sessions and then also undergrads in particular like I want to plug my google form that is like a direct like direct link to me um so like undergrads fill out the google form reach out to me for that um and also like I feel like people don't realize that we're I don't know regular students and you can email us you can like talk to us I mean I don't want to speak for Brandon because maybe you don't want your email filled up but like I don't mind communication so i feel like if people have something that they want to say you know say it thank you for listening to this episode of the daily weekly for anyone interested in giving their thoughts on the ongoing search for a new university president make sure to rsvp for the upcoming and last search on march 24th at 4 p.m details regarding the meeting will be sent out through an email this episode was produced by managing editor doug mcclair Executive Producer Kayla Zhang, Senior Podcast Editors Sophia Terenzo and Isaac Mentz, and Content Producers Raya Bashargar, Hannah Devereaux, Sky Lee, Claire Jones, Ella Price, and Jack Sweeney, with audio engineering and composition from Julian Chancholo and Ahmed Sahidi. The Daily's theme song was composed by Gibson Gillette Barons. 
If you missed any other Daily Weekly podcast, make sure to catch up on our Spotify playlist or by going to the website michigandaily.com under the Multimedia tab in podcast. Big Ten athletics are a vital element of community and school spirit here at the University of Michigan. As our varsity basketball teams prepare to face our rivals in the upcoming March Madness action, we're excited to engage in a little friendly competition too. We need your help as we compete with college newsrooms across the country in the College Media Madness fundraiser. In return, you can count on the leaders and best of Michigan journalism to cover sports and major events emerging on campus. The link is available from March 13th to April 6th on the Michigan Daily website. All funds raised will go directly into the Michigan Daily Program Fund to support essentials like travel to cover away games and news events, printing and distribution, updating equipment and software, as well as conference and competition fees. Donate now. Thank you, and go blue. Daily.